Welcome to Books on Air, the podcast that tells the story behind the book. It includes insights from authors about how they compose their work, what inspires them, and what they hope you'll take away from their book. Here's your host for this episode of Books on Air, Lorna Gladstone. We are here today on Books on Air with Dr. Erhard Vogel, author of four books, including his newest, Dialogue with Death, The Teacher of Life. All his works are available on Amazon.com. And from my own experience preparing for this interview, I strongly recommend that you begin reading. Welcome, Erhard. And I would like to start with a very easy and a very difficult question. Okay. And, okay. <laughs> and this is something I got from listening and reading, reading your work a bit and listening to you. You said who we are is crucial in order to lead a meaningful life. What does it mean to say to oneself, who am I? Yes. So, Lorna, you have a talent for asking the most important and deep-reaching questions and expecting me to answer in one minute because <laughs> we have only this limited amount of time. But that's a great, important question because it's a matter of who we attribute our life to, right? In our thinking, our feeling, our emotions, our life experiences who is having them? If we're giving it to somebody who we are not, then we're not getting it. We're left out. Now, does that make sense? It does, but let me ask a question. How do we know if... Ah. Yeah, how do we know that? How do we answer that question? Again, another very important question. Well, the thing is, I say you need to know from your own experience that's the only way you have real knowledge. Because belief systems, theories, philosophies, they're fine. They can be very soothing and stimulating and so on. But they are not what you know. When you believe something, you can be misled, as a lot of people are. But when you have experienced something and say, this I know because I'm experiencing it, then you have real knowledge. Now, it's your responsibility not to convert what you'd like it to be into, oh, this is what I'm experiencing. No, you have to learn the discipline and the focus of experiencing for your mind, feelings, and emotions of your senses, intellect, and intuition. These wonderful instruments that we have, they are for the experience of the being that we are as we go through this life. Don't we often lie to ourselves, though? Isn't yes. that a common thing we do? How do we differentiate the truth from the lie to ourselves, by ourselves? Okay. In one way or another, to have the ex to get into the knowledge of the subtler factors of life, it helps to have an expert teacher. Mm -hmm. For example, if somebody wants to become a cardiovascular surgeon or a brain surgeon or so, they don't just go by the fact that they really want to do that and read some books and become a surgeon. No, you go to the best sources of knowledge for that. But you don't 
believe what they're saying. I say to my students all the time, don't you ever believe anything that I say. Hmm. You need, I will help you to experience it. Right now, you can experience what we're talking about. And then when that experience is clear in you, which you help to it, learning how to be focused and present to yourself, you have that experience of what it is, not what you would like it to be or fear it to be. You just experience what is, and there is an inner knower that says, yes, this is so. That's it. That's it. So it is, uh, in, a, in a sort of a way, through a teacher's guidance, though not necessarily direction or analysis, you right. learn how to feel when you have a realization or a thought that is right. actually truly yourself. And that realization you don't just feel or mm -hmm. you don't just intellectually know, you know throughout the wholeness of you that this is so, because I'm experiencing it as this is so. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it could be something, it could, or an example, an everyday example. And if in and of itself, it's not enough to take you very far, though would take you a good, a good place. When a friend tells you, for instance, that you have been showing a kind of behavior um, that is hurtful to other people mm -hmm. or unkind in some way. And right. you've never heard that before about any of your behavior. Right. That when you have that moment of realization of that truth, yes, I do do that. I never, I never thought about it, but right. I do do that. And then ask yourself, how am I going to change? That's and, a beginning. And instituting changes right there and then. Yeah. Yeah. Because most people, most people don't even go as far as you said, mm. right? Yeah. To admit to themselves. But if they, if they have enough wisdom to admit to themselves and want to change, then they will say, okay, this is what I do. I want to do the opposite. What do I do now? So I do the opposite. Mm -hmm. I, I be helpful and, and supportive to people and so on as almost like a technique of yeah. training myself to become beneficial as opposed to harmful. Yeah. Now, when, when one is in class with you, do most people come already with a sense that something is off or wrong or could be better? <laughs> Good or, question. Yeah, yeah. Most people in the world, if they are, are at all sensible, mm -hmm. know that there's something askew mm -hmm. in the way they're living their life. Mm -hmm. Because most people don't live their life, as I said at the very beginning, attributed to themselves. Mm -hmm. And so the identity of who am I is, is a very, very important question. Who am I? And most people will say, I'm a man, I'm a woman, I'm a school teacher, I'm an architect, I'm a housewife, uh, or I'm mad right now or whatever. These are all momentary conditions. Mm -hmm. And when we look for our identity, we need to look for that which is permanent about us, which will be that no matter what changes take place. Could you give That's an example of, of uh, uh, either from personal experience, experience with someone else, or just a, a common 
um, experience, what might be an example of a moment of recognition of who one is? Because I assume that that all that most of us, as you said, right. when asked who we are, um, define ourselves by what we do. Well, you see, one, what I do in my work, I very carefully guide people to a recognition and then a realization of that. Realization means that's it. I'm making it real now with me. It's not belief. It's not wishful thinking. This is real. This is what I live henceforth. Okay. So I carefully guide by going through the practical and logical steps, sometimes of the process of elimination. Let's say you think my identity is to be a woman. Well, but that's not the permanent thing about you. Of course it is, you say. Mm -hmm. Well, it could be changed. We know a lot about gender changes right now that can be changed. Or I'm a rich person. Well, you could become a poor person too. You know, that can change. So those kind of things that come through to the person. Then, okay, look within what is left without which you could not be. That element without which you could not be. Mm-hmm. And that somehow that comes through after a while. And I'm not even saying it right now mm-hmm. because it has to come through. That without which I could not be. That is the essence of me, the essential factor of me. That is then my identity. Not the superficial stuff, not the momentary stuff, but the permanent essential thing about me. That is my identity. It's very interesting. It's really quite different than at least our culture um, uh, suggests right now. And interestingly enough, it's when your thinking becomes very simple, refined to the simplest way that the answer comes through to you, what you really are. And then that's not the end of it yet. Then you, you endeavor seriously to Take that consideration into every one of your thoughts and every one of your actions, every one of your behaviors to express yourself now true to the being that you are. Mm -hmm. And then you reap all of the experiences and all of the benefit, the richness and the fullness. Look, in our culture, we are the the richest nation there on the world. That's agreed upon. And yet when you, I traveled all over the world on foot, so I really knew people, saw people. When I came back here, the people who look more stressed, more angry, more anxious, more upset were in our country, the richest nation in the world. So why? Because they're not rich as long as they don't give themselves the experience, the rich experience of being. Does it make sense? It does make sense. I think, you know, it's, it's a crude example, but I think immediately of Bill Gates, um, a rich man who decided that he wasn't giving his money to his children. He was giving it to, the, he, the, he was giving his children an education and an opportunity yeah. in the world, but that he had to turn his attention to those who had no other resource. And I don't, I'm not, I'm not saying that he has gone through this process, but just as an example of how in going through the process, you might see your own purpose in the world 
and what and how you want to go forward in yeah. a way. Right. See now, when you bring up the example of Bill Gates, he exemplifies one very important principle of identity, which is we all share in our identity. Once you know what our identity is, you find that's the identity for everybody. Really? Yeah. So then it's clear our interconnectedness. Mm -hmm. And in that interconnectedness, Bill Gates acts to help as many people as possible with the financial wealth that he has. Mm -hmm. See? So... Uh, even if he doesn't have all the words that I'm putting around him and so on, he's acting in that, in that sense. And one can only imagine that he's had at some point that self-realization that what he was about was not about him, but about others. Right, yeah. right, right. So when you, the important term that you just mentioned is self-realization. And that, again, that could take a lot of discussion. But in very brief, self meaning not the ego self, mm -hmm. which is a belief of I am an isolated, weak, and lacking identity. That's the ego statement. Mm -hmm. That's why, because of that, egotistical people try to aggrandize themselves because they go from that weak, isolated stance, you know? And so... When you recognize your being as being, just imagine this for a moment, don't believe it, just imagine for a moment, infinite, all power, essence and source of all. This is what I am. When you imagine if you were to really know this, realize this, live it, breathe it, think it, feel it, everything, that makes it real. That is realizing it. And that is the real self. The ego is the little false self. The real self is like, see it with a cap, written with a capital S, like the real identity interconnected with all. Mm -hmm. That is self-realization. That is, uh, I'm afraid, a wonderful uh, way to uh, end our conversation today. But a oh, way- we haven't even talked about the book. <laughs> we haven't talked about the book. That can't, let us do that quickly. But I have to say that everybody should rewind and listen to that statement again, because uh, 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 that is from is is in a way the essence of, of of what we need to do as individuals and a people. Um, well, the, yeah. the book, the dialogue with death, the teacher of life, is a very carefully guided experience through all these pages of learning to know yourself in reality step by step. The book is written experientially, so you experience what is in there. It's written in a very simple way, mm -hmm. though somebody who is a very highly regarded spiritual person told me today that she tried to read it and was very heavy, and I said, but it is about the luminosity of being, which is light. It is about being in the, in the freedom from suffering, which you have when you are living as your real identity. That is light. Mm -hmm. You need to read it with focus. It's not a text. It's not something to skim through. Mm -hmm. It's, and I, I cite death as a teacher because 
we, our whole life responds to the knowledge we all know we're going to die. Yeah. It's an underlying theme in all of us. Though many people try to forget about it, discard the recognition of it, and suffer accordingly. But the knowing that we're going to die is the one thing that shapes us up to some degree. Mm-hmm. Right? We, we, that's the, the final crisis in our life, and we respond to crisis. Yes. But I, I learned to respond to death as a wonderful friend and a guide to luminosity and the release from suffering. And I, death, death is utterly true, does not lie. And so is a wonderful, loving, impartial teacher. And this book, Dialogue of Death, guides you through everything that you have to know from the beginning to the very highest point of your life to realize that real eyes the power and beauty of being that you are while you're still alive, not to have to wait for some paradise afterwards. So it is our first step for those of us who don't have, uh, uh, for one reason or the other, I can't have the experience of being taught by you in person, have an opportunity through this book to start our path that and and through that you also learn how to get in contact with the other person but you don't really have to this book if you read it with focus and relaxation Mm -hmm. you will be guided to the most beautiful joyous experiences of yourself may i ask you just for just to add the name of uh, your meditation center and uh how people can reach out right we're called the nataraja Nataraja, which is the cosmic dancer, Nataraja Meditation and Yoga Center. Nataraja is spelled N as a Nancy, A T A R A J A, Yoga Meditation Center. Yeah. And you can just Google that and you'll find guided meditations, you'll find our website, and you'll find stories about me, some of my tools. Uh, you find all kinds of stuff on there and classes and what have you. And it's in San Diego. Pictures. Pictures are always good, always important. That's terrific. Thank you so much for giving us a few minutes. Um, uh, And it was truly a pleasure. Um, And I remind everyone again that you can find all of Dr. Erhard Vogel's books on Amazon.com, the most recent one of which is Dialogue with Death, The Teacher of Life. And you can also find through that Google the uh, other information of how to go to San Diego. 